to the Humanity Church Podcast, a place where meaningful conversations around living by faith, being known by love, and becoming a voice of hope are shared with the world every week. We hope that you enjoy this podcast and will join us live on Sundays at 10 a.m. Pacific Standard Time, online or at the historic Fox Theater in beautiful downtown Pomona. We also host humanity groups that meet all throughout the city and online to continue the conversation and support you in your ongoing spiritual journey. Find one near you by visiting humanitychurch.com. If you would like to financially support this podcast or the ongoing work at Humanity Church, you can text any donation amount to 84321 and give directly from your phone. Now, here's this week's podcast. My name is Leslie Garcia. I'm the operations pastor here at Humanity Church. Welcome this morning. We're so glad you're here. We're in a series this summer called Dear 2022, where you're going to hear from two speakers every morning. We're going to talk about um, things that we see happening in our culture today through the lens of scripture. So I'm your first speaker this morning, and then after me, Nathan will come up. Um, so my, I'm going to talk about self-care. Dear 2022, why are we so obsessed with self-care? What's going on with that? I feel like everywhere I look, I see the word self-care, self-help, self-love. It's, um, it's having more than a moment in our, in our culture. It's that industry is expected to get up to $13 billion this year, the self-care industry. And when I looked it up on Instagram, I found that there was 38 million posts on self-love and 24 million posts on self-care. So we, we're putting a lot of information out there, right? When I scroll through the posts, of, of what, is, what is it that we consider self-care? I'm gonna, these are the things that came up. Nail care, health care, body care, vacations, um, drinking, throwing one down, standing on the beach with the water splashing on your feet, going to Disneyland. I don't know whose page that was on. Um, massages, how to clean, organize to find out what sparks joy in your life. You know that one. I do that one. Um, the list just goes on and on. How to avoid toxic people. But as I see all these things, I wonder two things. Are these things actually providing us the results that we're, that we're craving, or are we settling for a counterfeit self-care and we don't even realize it? And what is it that we are so desperately grasping for that we think all this self-care is gonna give us? And don't get me wrong, I don't actually think there's anything wrong with the things I listed. I like most of them and do a lot of them, so I'm not bashing any of those things. But I'm asking, what's all the hype about? If we're investing all this time and money into self-care, why does it seem like we haven't achieved it? We haven't arrived at our desired result. So of course, I am a person of great knowledge and I went to Google to find out. So, because I, I am not a person of great knowledge. Anyway, so I went to Google and I, I Googled what is self-care. So I'm gonna tell you so that you know. At its core, self-care is the practice of protecting one's own well-being and happiness, particularly, I can't talk, particularly during times of stress, it's about taking action to balance physical and emotional health by knowing your limits and not going over them. It's also about identifying the things that bring you joy and help you to decompress. Acts of self-care include basic necessities such as eating well, exercising, getting enough sleep, and relaxation. But really, self-care can be anything that feeds your soul and takes the weight of the world off your shoulders even for a little while. Okay. That sounds good enough. But then I looked up, how do I get there? How do I achieve self-care? And like, I'd like you to know that there's an actual list. Get the sleep you need, eat healthy, meditate, 
take in nature, check out a good book, say yes and say no, make time for friends, get to know yourself better, take a social break, or a break from social media, sorry, yeah. sorry about that, and daydream often. This is how we get to self-care. But I wanna suggest that I think that um, the world is actually, they have something here, this is a great idea, but I think they're selling us the wrong product. I think that this product isn't actually able to give us the care we're searching for. So that's what I'm gonna propose to you this morning. A few weeks ago, um, I was feeling very emotionally drained. I was weary, you know, not tired, but weary. You know the difference? Um, my back was hurting so bad I couldn't barely move. So I said, I'm gonna get me some self-care. And I booked myself a massage and I went to that massage and I got the massage and I'm walking out of the place and I was disappointed because I was the same weariness as when I got there. My back still hurt, but now my hair was all greasy because she massaged my head with grease on her hands. She did, like, please lady. But I was disappointed. I felt let down by self-care in that moment. I was walking to my car going, that was a waste of a hundred bucks. But have you ever been there? Like you've engaged in something that you think is gonna bring you out of this funk, bring you out of weariness, and it just doesn't deliver. It doesn't bring you to the place you were hoping to get. It's missing the one thing that never fails to create happiness in us and rest and fulfillment. In Matthew eleven twenty eight, 28, um, it says this, come to me all who are weary and burdened and I will give you rest. Um, and then I wanna read to you the message version. The message is a, a version of the Bible that's just kind of put in words that you and I would use today and not what they used in maybe the 1800s. It says this, are you tired, worn out, burnt out on religion? Come to me, get away with me and you will recover your life. I'll show you how to take a real rest. Walk with me and work with me. Watch how I do it. Learn the unforced rhythms of grace. I won't lay anything heavy or ill-fitting on you. Keep company with me and you will learn to live freely. Wow. Yeah, the world is missing a connection with God. The world's prescription for self-care is missing the giver of life. So if, how are we ever supposed to get to a place where we're renewed and transformed and revived if we're not checking in and connecting with the one who already knows the way? I don't know, I'm a baker, I love to bake. Um, I especially love to bake with real sugar, real butter, don't give me any of that margarine, and gluten-filled flour. I don't, I'm not trying to make no gluten-free cake, right? But I'll bring a cake somewhere and people will be like, oh, it's so delicious. Could you, do you ever try to do it healthier? No, no, I don't ever try that because I'm literally interested in baking the best sugary goodness possible. So I use a recipe every single time that delivers that. So if you eat one of my cakes, you need to fast tomorrow. But it's gonna be good, okay? But, but I think that many of us are pursuing self-care and we're longing for rest and we're reworking a tried and true recipe that's already been given to us. So instead of time with the Father, we're spending time on social media, right? Instead of time in prayer, we're, we're um, chanting and reciting mantras to make us feel better. Instead of time in community, we're spending time on Netflix. I mean, I know they are also our friends. We talk about them as, by name, but you know. And instead of spending time in silence and listening to God, what God has to say to us, we're listening to podcasts, TikTok. We're listening to a bunch of other stuff, right? 
But if you really want to find the care you're so hungry for, are you willing to consider redirecting the energy away from the self-care that the world is selling and toward the soul care that God is offering? Would you be willing to go back to the original recipe, which is come to me, all who are weary? What if we take back the world's recipe, the list of things they gave us? What if we hijack it and we, um, and we plug in spiritual disciplines to that recipe? What would the, look list, what would the list look like um, if we applied spiritual disciplines to it? What kind of soul care could we get to if we did that? So let's look at it. It says, get the sleep you need. I'm going to say you need sleep. But what I think we're really, we're really craving is rest. I mean, the, the verse says it, come to me. I don't, if, you ever, if you have a Bible with red print, that verse will be in red. And that means it's Jesus talking. In that moment, Jesus is saying, come to me. It's not like someone else writing that you should do that. So I'm just saying, if Jesus is saying to you in a Bible in red print, come to me and I will give you rest, I think maybe that might be a good point to start at, you know? So um, eat healthy. The, the list from the world says eat healthy. So I'm going to say absolutely eat healthy. Only eat cake I bake sometimes. But what about what you feed your mind? What are you feeding your mind? Are you, are you reading scripture and then not just reading it to like check it off your list, but are you really thinking about it, marinating on it? Are you asking God, what are you trying to say to me in this moment? What is the message you have for me here? Um, meditate. Meditating is such a good practice. If you take meditation and you add prayer into it, which is just having a conversation with God, just talking to God, and you, you take the time to listen, talk to God about all the things that are going on in your life, all the struggles, all the pains, even the good things, but then listen. He will talk back to you and you will hear and meditation will bring you into a space that maybe you've never experienced, a space of, re a space of rest that you've never experienced. The world says take time in nature. You're welcome. Uh, <laughs> we did this for you today. But... Um, Take time to be outside and really just sit with what's around you, that God provided this space for you. In the Bible, it tells us a lot that Jesus gets away to nature. He goes to the Garden of Gethsemane. He goes to the Mount of Olives to be alone in nature, to commune with God. If it's good enough for Jesus, I'm going to say maybe it's good enough for us. So, I mean, let's get away in nature sometimes. This is my favorite one. Say yes and say no. Our, our culture loves saying no. That's just me. But um, I, wanna, I wanna propose an idea that you open up your life to opportunity and you do say yes and say no, but check in with God about what you're saying yes and what you're saying no to. Um, it's, I would say for sure say yes and say no, but maybe do those things after you've been informed by God. And it's possible that God is actually calling you into something that's less about you and more about other people. I think a lot of times you wanna say no to all the other people's stuff but it's possible that that's actually a place of rest and care for you. Make time for friends. Engage in community. Take time with other people. A soul that's cared for often means that you're gonna love and serve others. It just, it's reciprocal. Life is a reciprocal engagement. Um, but I would say also when you're engaging in community, share your life, share your struggles, your high points, your low points. Um, and if you're in community and you never share a struggle of yours, I'm just going to tell you that nobody believes that's true about you. So you should just go ahead and share it so that they can help you through it and talk you through it and be with you in it. 
yeah, I would say take a risk with community. But get to know yourself better. That's an interesting one. I, I, I want to say be self-reflective, but I think that so often getting to know ourselves better is about taking time to ask people. Talk to people like, hey, can you show me, tell me, find out what, how you're actually impacting the world by asking someone a question. You know, spend time with God and ask God, how am I impacting the world? And listen to the responses that you get because it's very hard to be self-reflective in a room by yourself. You need the input of other people to kind of fill you in with the stuff you're missing. Because I'll tell you what, when I, I have a mirror in my room that apparently, according to my children, makes me look skinnier than I really am. That is the only place I check for information about my weight. My kids are like, that mirror is wrong. That is my favorite mirror. Um, God is interested in caring for your soul. He's interested in it. Jesus said, you need to come to him. There is no need for us to reinvent the system. We don't need to create a new way. Soul care is about what God gives us when we engage with him. And self-care is about what we do for ourselves. It's just all that we can do. And look, it, it's gonna miss. It's gonna miss. So instead of doing a bunch of things to try to get to this elusive place of self-care, what if we disciplined ourselves? I'm, I know that's a bad word. I don't also, I don't like it so much all the time. Brandon, I guess, likes it. But what if we did it anyway? What if we engaged in some disciplines that, that would make us able to access the soul care that God is desperately wanting to provide for us? So it might be easier to go to the beach and get a pedicure, get a little grease in your hair at the masseuse. But, and those things are definitely fun. And I'm not saying don't do them because they bring enjoyment and they add fun to life. But I also think like when we can engage in the soul care that God is providing us, that Jesus is providing us, that that is the thing that's going to transform our lives. That is the thing that's going to transform our hearts. So I'm just going to say, I agree with 2022. We do need to take time. But I'm just going to say for me, excuse me, 2022, if I go ahead and do some, self, some soul care and just do self-care for fun. <laughs> but um, so during this, we're going to take little breaks um, in between speakers where we're, I'm going to ask you questions and you're going to get in groups of two or three um, and discuss the questions. And then after that, Nathan will come up and he's going to do a talk. If you're online, if you want to, um, we have Sarah's there and there's other people online that you can um, just go to the chat and you can talk through the questions there. But I'm going to give you guys two questions. I hope you can remember them because I don't have my lovely board to have them for you. Um, where are you currently settling for self-care and not pressing into the soul care that God is desperately wanting to give you? So where are you settling for self-care and not pressing into soul care? And then what is one thing you can do this week to renew your spirit and invite God into the weariness of your soul and let him restore you? Thank you for joining us for this week's podcast. We hope that it was a meaningful experience and look forward to having you listen in next week for another conversation from the heart and soul of Humanity Church. You can find more information about our community at www.humanitychurch.com.